Welcome to Trending Health, where we provide you with valuable insights and perspectives on the evolving healthcare industry. Brought to you by Dynamic, Trending Health explores industry topics that are real, relevant, and worth discussing. I'm your host, Jen Burke. As 2020 winds down, we want to take a look to the year ahead. In this mini-series, we'll be sitting down with our sector advisors in public health, provider, life sciences, health plans, and health technology to discuss the trends they see being the most impactful in 2021. Today, I'm here with Dynamics Provider Sector Advisor, Ryan Hummel, to discuss what's next. Welcome, Ryan. Hi, Jen. Thanks for having me. Going into 2021, what are the major trends you see in the provider sector? Well, that's a, that's a heavy question, and I think, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the pandemic, but I think when I think of kind of macro level trends, I think of the idea of telehealth and connected health continuing its trajectory. Um, the idea of preventative care, um, and we can talk a little bit about that may not necessarily be a good trend actually. And then um, the idea of recovery and vigilance. So these health systems and hospitals across the provider network and any provider for that matter, really is focusing on recovery from this really kind of plunge in, in healthcare services that happened at the beginning of the year with the pandemic, but also being vigilant, knowing that the pandemic still exists, knowing that cases will be roller coastering up and down, um, that, that these teams need to be vigilant and ma- maintain preparation to manage the care of these patients as, they, as, as patients come in and out of the system. Um, so when we talk a little bit about this idea of telehealth, we all know, or we've talked about this before, that in March, the CARES Act contained relevant and really important provisions to expand access for telehealth and other connected health technology. Um, and so that opened the door for a lot of provider companies and, provi- and health systems to really rethink where they are on that telehealth maturity model. And that don't, I don't think that'll change. And what I mean by that is being able to reimburse providers for the care that they provide via telehealth will help them build up a staffing model, will help them optimize workflows permanently instead of just kind of for the time being. They'll be able to utilize better models. They will allow data to become more prevalent in their decision-making on telehealth. And then, you know, the, the optimizers of the provider world will be able to kind of integrate telehealth into all of the facets not just to primary care, but specialty. So you'll see that trend continue, we believe. And this idea of preventative care, which is a little, it's a little more concerning, um, is the fact that when, when the pandemic hit, we know for a fact that preventative services really took a nosedive. And health officials saw, you know, not just kind of wellness visits and the annual wellness visits that have a lot of scrutiny on their kind of effectiveness, but more importantly, things like mammograms, things like colonoscopies, things like vaccines, uh, prostate checks, those preventative measures that we know are very effective in mitigating and eliminating potential issues with health uh, took a dive. And we've seen recoveries um, a little bit, but we've not seen them return to the levels that they were before, before COVID and before the pandemic. And that is very concerning. And on top of that, the same thing with childhood vaccinations. Critical childhood vaccinations declined by as much as something like 75% during the height of the, the pandemic, 
we're talking about HPV for, for children, meningitis, MMRV vaccines, and they've not recovered. So I, I believe, although that's not a good thing, that is still a trend that we're going to have to keep our eyes off on. Well, there certainly sounds like there's going to be a lot for provider organizations to have to tackle in 2021. Uh, what do you think will be the cumulative impact of these trends in the sector? Yeah, well, I think that many health systems and providers really had to, to kind of pivot in the summer on what their real strategy and focus points were. So I think, you know, they'll rise to the occasion. They, they always have. I think, um, these things have a tail, just like all kind of issues. And I think that's the concerning thing um, for me is that you don't really see the outcomes of some of these missed opportunities for months, maybe years. Um, so, you know, just keeping vigilant and preparing for the future and not losing focus on that is really important. And I mentioned that as a, as a, as a trend. I mean, I think when you miss colonoscopies, when you miss mammograms and prostate checks, I think every common person would say, well, that's a problem because there's a lag on outcomes and you miss the opportunity. Um, so there's going to have to be some real proactive reach out and marketing from these providers to um, kind of mitigate any of the really negative impacts of these trends. On the positive side of the business, telehealth and connected health could be kind of an enabler for these things to be positive, right? So if you're able to really create the capability for a telehealth a solution or even a connected health, and telehealth has so many kind of, as you know, Jen, sub areas of, 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 of pieces of that puzzle, whether it's primary care, things like behavioral health, specialty services, um, it will allow you to really focus on the underserved community and chronic disease management, which we haven't been really successful at um, in the past. So with any opportunity comes potential, uh, you know, innovation. So we're hopeful that happens. What do you think from your perspective that provider organizations can be doing now or should be considering as they're reacting to some of these trends? Oh gosh, that's another great question. I think I mentioned one thing before, Jen, around being proactive and reaching out. Uh, many health systems, are really responsible. And, you know, I didn't mention the big trends that we've talked about it at Dynamic and, and with trending health around value-based care and population health, but they, they all are really connected with what I just said. But when you are proactive and you are responsible for Medicaid and Medicare beneficiaries, and you don't actually have a lot of control because you haven't seen them in your office, you need to be proactive in reaching out. Um, and more so, you know, this idea in the new world is to create mobile opportunities. You know, for years, the idea of building bricks and mortar and these kind of asset-heavy solutions from a provider perspective really need to change. And it's really more about creating mobile opportunities for underserved areas and think really differently on the way we create care. Another piece of the puzzle is really focusing on the connection to patient caregivers and their families uh, more now than ever. Because when we talk about connected health and telehealth, it's a little daunting for folks who may not be used to technology um, to solve medical problems from home. And connecting to those patient caretakers is really important. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this idea of the vaccines for the pandemic coming. And I think that, um, Provider organizations, as you mentioned, should be preparing by getting supply chain ready. 
uh, we know that uh, this is going to take a Herculean effort. And I, I really believe that leaders of these provider organizations should be um, creating workforce management teams and strategic planning specific to getting their supply chain ready to make sure that they are vaccinating their population when a um, vaccination for COVID does hit the market. Thanks, Ryan. It sounds like we are looking at a lot of potential shift in engagement next year from provider organizations. I can't wait to see how it all plays out. Well, thanks for having me. And, you know, as, as most trends, I could have gone deeper and, and longer, but I think those are the key um, attributes of what we need to be looking for in the next six to 12 months. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Trending Health. For links to resources discussed in the episode, to subscribe to the Trending Health podcast, and to explore if Dynamic can help your company manage ongoing healthcare industry change, visit trendinghealth.com. Tune into the next episode where we look forward to providing you with more insights on the healthcare industry.